Punky Brewster won't be seen tonight, so we can bring you a very special episode of The Gen X Files. Welcome to The Gen X Files. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And it's another edition of For, For the, Step the Stepdads. Yeah, so it's our dog days of summer, August. Um, so we figured... Uh, I'm going to pop open a adult beverage. Yes, he's and, having uh, a, a Coors Banquet. There you go. Uh, just like the old stepdads used to drink while they were working on their cars. That was uh, the, the garage. The most popular beer in the seventies. Yeah, well, Coors Banquet. It sure was. Um, so we did. If you uh, if you're paying attention, we did Cujo, we did Benji, we did Scooby Doo Doo. Um, but so we're going to talk a little bit about the cartoons we watched and and what it was like uh, growing up and the the dogs we had as as kids. <laughs> Uh, do you want to start with the dogs you had, Jim? Yeah. Did you have any dogs? I did up? not. I they, I had a dog, but I was like, they got rid of it when I was like eight months old or something. Oh, wow. So, did like, you bite it? Yeah. I actually bit his entire <laughs> leg off. Wow. And then uh, they were like, well, I guess we have to keep him. Yeah. And then they got rid of the dog. Then they regretted it yeah. every day. Since. No, of uh, course not. Um, yeah, we had, uh, you had a cat though, right? You had yeah. A cat yeah, yeah. I had a cat growing up. That yeah. counts. Cats she are cool. Was, she was a sweetheart. Yeah. I was taught to hate cats. By my stepdad. Oh. Um, Your stepdad. You, every time we talk about him, you make him sound more and more appealing. It's so fantastic. <laughs> no. Well, there was. Well, I did tell you the snake story, which was pretty yes. rad. Yes, um, snake story was great. You know, you got to take the good and the bad. But he just, <laughs> he hated cats. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, when I got older, I ended up getting a cat, and I loved yeah. cats. And then uh, after I got back from college, I had my college cat. Grimly. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, the old man still didn't care much for cats. Our dogs had passed away by then, and and uh, one day I, I was home and I had to keep the cat upstairs because you know, and the old man's like, uh, "Why'd you bring that cat downstairs?" <laughs> like, All right, so uh, brought Grimly down, jumped in the old man's lap, and uh, head butted him, and uh, they were best friends ever since. <laughs> Left him there because I couldn't separate these two. Oh and, uh, yeah. Yeah. He just carried him around. It was really funny to see. You know, I'd be like, "Ah, hate cats, huh?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, growing up, we had uh, my sister had a dog. Uh, she was a Bichon Frise. Mm. Uh, she was supposed to be a show dog. Her her full name was Cameo's Apple Blossom. Uh, I'm sorry, cameos. Cameos, apple blossom. Because excuse me, excuse me. Wow, said that wrong. Ooh, that's a whole different show. <laughs> the, uh, those kind of blossoms, but um, but yeah, cameo. They back then when you bought a show dog or you know like a competition dog, mm-hmm. it would have a name already. So her name sure. in her papers because it had they had papers. Right. Well, because they had to prove they were sure. Right. Dog. Yeah. And her yeah. pedigree, yeah. as it were. <laughs> um, what was was it? Her name was Cameo's Apple Blossom. So oh, we called okay. her Blossom or Blossy. Oh, really? And then for some reason, she wasn't able to compete. She was a very small Bichon. Like sometimes Bichons are like medium dogs, mm-hmm. but she was more of like a, a a little bit bigger than a Maltese size. Oh, really? Yeah. She was a cutie patootie. And uh, <laughs> uh, the stepdad, he called her Booger. And um, to the chagrin of my sister, because uh, it was just such a gross name for such a pretty little dog, Booger, Boog. And then, uh, but, you know, the dog started coming to Booger. So <laughs> power, power of the, no, the stepdads. But uh, a little bit later, we got a lab, a uh, little, little yellow lab uh, called Chenille. 
Chenille. Yeah, so the names in the 70s for dogs were bizarre. So the, the thing was is, again, there was, they went to a breeder to get this uh, lab. Mm-hmm. It was there were puppy mills and stuff back then, but there were you know there were places to get you know people would breed labs and you go get yeah. a lab and yeah. a lab, you know so yeah sure if sure. you wanted a special kind of dog you wanted a special kind of place so we went uh, they had already picked out this lab she was a very light colored uh, yellow lab mm-hmm. and they were going to name her Shinin Bronk because she was the color of of, of the, the wine, wine. Yeah. Bronk, yeah yes is the seventies <laughs> so. We went to go pick that dog up, and as we were going to grab it, this other dog, like, was just like, meep, 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 like, Aww. completely was like, where are you going, guys? Oh, Why yeah. are you taking that dummy? Where are you going? <laughs> so we, at the last minute, it was Change. like, we got to take this dog. Oh, wow. And because she wasn't the same color, they couldn't call her Shin. For some reason, bonk. they couldn't call her Shin and Bunk because what would the neighbors say? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so they they already liked the name, so they, they called her Chenille and, or Shin or Shinny. And, uh, and then, it, then it became Bird or Birdie. Every dog had like a million names back then. Yeah, and, and that's I mean, why, I, I think that's common. I yeah, mean, but I think that's why I call the cat like Monkey and Buddy. Oh yeah, you know, same. I never. Of, she'll never know her. And cats don't know their name anyway. But it's I, it's just this. There's so many names. Yeah, yeah. Poor animals back then were just like, well, just pick one, man. Yeah. <laughs> you I call will, me anything you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will answer to any of them as long as you're feeding me. That's all I care about. Just make sure that you feed me. So those were our dogs. They, we had another dog. I think I mentioned this on another show. We got this one. Uh, I finally got a dog because mm-hmm. Shin was pretty much the old man's dog and Booger <laughs> Blossy was my <laughs> sister's dog. I mean, I, you know, I got to play with them and yeah. stuff. It wasn't, well, they sure, weren't sure. the dogs. But, but uh, I got this black kind of mutt lab mix thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she was so, I, I mentioned this before, she was so mellow. She was the sweetest, most mellow puppy I'd ever seen. And I just fell in love with her. Aww. And then we took her to the vet and found out that she had worms. And oh. when they cleared that up, she was a terror. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> she would eat and destroy anything. Uh, Belle was her name. And I guess the last straw was my grandmother came to visit, and Belle got into her suitcase and <gasps> ate all of her shoes. No. All of them. We had to go my, We had to go get my grandmother. My grandmother couldn't even come. She was barefoot? Because she didn't have any shoes. Wow. So we had to go get her more shoes. So Wow. Uh, That's crazy. So I guess she went to a quote-unquote farm or a better home. Who knows? Hopefully she went someplace she to went, run around. She's, she's running around on a pasture somewhere. Oh, she's yeah. way long dead. Well, I obviously like, <laughs> now dogs don't live to be forty. I mean, what? Only if they did. Could we do like science is doing a lot of really cool yeah. stuff? Let's forget. Okay, science. Forget <laughs> making humans live to be a hundred or one hundred and fifty. We don't need yeah. that crap. No, no. You know, could you imagine some humans that you know being around for one hundred fifty, two hundred years? That is a terrible idea. But let's make a dog live to fifty or sixty. Yeah, you why know? not? Let's do you that. Know, That's mean, more. You know, they deserve it more than we do. Okay? That is a hundred percent true. I am much, much better dogs out there than there are people. You you lived with a, a dog in college, right? Motorcycle. You live with the dog in like yeah. a, uh, Dalmatian, right? Yeah. Uh, it, I had moved into a house uh, with, God, we had like seven or eight people living in this house. And uh, and the the guy had a, uh, I can't even remember his name. The guy or the I, dog? Both. I, both <laughs> of them are escaping me at the moment. Well, let's just um, call them both Barky. Yeah. His dog, I think his name was Don. 
I think it was Don. The, and nobody the dog? Liked, no, the, the guy. <laughs> nobody liked him. He was the weird one out. Like, we needed a room filled, and he was somebody I knew from classes or something. And Isn't it the worst when, like, a a, a guy you don't like has a dog? Or a guy that you don't yeah, think should have yeah, a dog has yeah, a dog? yeah. And they don't, like, I knew a guy, oh, go ahead with Don, but I just got to tell yeah. you, like, I knew this guy, one of the guys that worked for Richard Donner, Yeah, he had this dog, and he had the dog's vocal cords removed. What? Because he didn't want to hear the dog bark. What? That's, that's he should be arrested for this guy was so animal cruelty. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of dogs barking, yeah. but I would not remove their no, vocal you, cords. That guy should not have a dog, and no. God forbid him having a child. No, Who knows better remove them vocal cords. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. It's okay. Story. It's fine. I, the, the, it was a Dalmatian, and and honestly, I, I mean, I don't remember the dog's name because it he locked it up in his room every night and like all day. He was deathly. The guy was insane. He would fit very well right now into the whole QAnon thing. Ugh, <laughs> but he is. was he he literally thought that there were going to be people if we walked the dog and mm-hmm. he wasn't there. He thought there were some people coming in stealing the dogs to do scientific tests on them because Dalmatians are some kind of purebred. They have something, something, something. I don't know. They're used to tests. Literally, them? the look on your face right now is exactly the way I looked at him when he started telling me this thirty years ago. I was like, "What are you talking about? They're not a very smart breed." No, I don't know what. But Dalmatians, because I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I looked it up, and I learned all about Dalmatians, nice. and they need to be walked twice a day. Oh, they, yeah. They have need runners, so man. much yeah. more physical activity. It will drive it. Yeah. In, it's not too bright to begin with, no. so you deprive it of what it of its dopey running around, and that thing is just going to bite paint. And that, that dog was so lonely. It literally peed his bed every day. This is so mean. Every day he would come in. And it got to the point where we had to argue with him because he was literally using up so much water and power doing literally laundry every day that we we had, we kind of staged an intervention. And he didn't care. He didn't listen. How so, can you live like that? I don't know. How can you live on pee know. sheets all the time? Because if you know. clean them, it's just going to Yeah, I know. It's not his mattress pee. was saturated. Like, it was gross. Yeah. It was gross. Poor dog. Poor so we would, baby. We would, uh, we essentially created, like, a cabal that we would, we would, uh, take turns like taking the dog out and he'd, he'd like watch tv with us or we'd go walk him we knew he was dawn was gonna be gone for two hours or whatever dawn. damn dawn yeah i was he was not when he moved out the greatest thing about it is that it literally made all the rest of us get really close there and is. because we all yes. bound against the nothing, evil one <laughs> nothing binds people closer together than a common enemy yeah it was it was it was did fun. he take the dog with him yeah he ah, did when he left you should have he, God, he was from Indiana. Anyway, I mm. it's I don't remember a lot about him, but the dog was so pretty and it was so nice and it was it was very dumb, but it well, was so nice. Dogs are lovely. The dogs that we Blossy and Shin, uh, they live very very long lives. Oh yeah, and I think Blossy just kind of died of natural causes yeah. behind a chair or older, something. Yeah, but I think we had to put down Shin. She lived to be about 14 or 16 wow. as a lab. Wow. But it wasn't <laughs> – it was quantity, not quality at the end because she was epileptic and diabetic. And uh, so yeah. she was having to be yeah. shot up with insulin and, and yeah. anti-seizure uh, anti medication because oh, yeah. she would yeah. have seizures and her hips were gone. Yeah, at a certain point. I, I thought yeah. I was going to come home from college and she'd be in an iron lung. You know, <laughs> it was just – it got to be to the point where it's – you know, you're, you're, you're doing it for yourself, not for the pup. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's at hard, that point. Yeah. At that point, you're it, it, you're getting more out of it, and the dog is just suffering. Yeah, but I mean, like, at that I, point too, it's like putting grandma down. You know, it's your yeah. part of your family. You yeah, know? of course. You know, it's a tough. Course. It's a tough sitch. No, I remember when I because the cat that I grew up with lived much longer than I when I lived at home, and and much like your stepdad, my dad did not want the cat, and then eventually. It was his best friend, and because uh, yeah. he was just home alone with it. And... Well, and, and cats really lend themselves to guys that are like loners or yeah. you know, like yeah. like tinkering. Yeah, because they're not yeah. all slobbering on you. They they'll like, they'll hang on your shoulder or they'll do yeah. whatever. But they're you know they're just she... buddies instead of needy things. Every day at eleven o'clock, my dad would be downstairs wood carving or working on stuff. And every day at eleven o'clock, she would come down and insist that he sit down so he could just get on her lap for about ten minutes. Nice. And then and then he'd, she would go back up and sleep somewhere else. But nice. like she if she didn't if he didn't sit down at that time, she would just sit there and whine and cry <laughs> until finally he <laughs> sat down and he was like, all right. Uh, but yeah, I missed that cat. I it was. She was great. I mean, yeah. she she tried so hard. She finally had a stroke, and then like Ooh. was like half paralyzed. They had to put her down. Jesus, but, but it was yeah, it was sad. She she fought. She tried. She tried. But yeah, Grimley died young. Uh, he got kidney disease or something. Oh. A lot of Siamese have oh, yeah. uh, abnormality. He was a pure genetic pure, issues. Pure, yeah, he was. He had oh. papers as well. <laughs> he was a pedigree. Um, but I mean, yeah. back then it was like two hundred bucks to buy a Siamese. Yeah, you know, pure blood yeah. Siamese. Yeah. And then uh, the old man. Got another Siamese yo-yo. Oh, that was one of the gross Siamese with the skinny faces and oh. kind of like Egyptian-looking Siamese. Yeah, yeah. And that cat was a terror. And then he just died. The stepdad, not the cat, <laughs> left my mom left with this <laughs> with this cat that would. She, my mom, like, I'd visit her, and her legs would just be ripped to shreds. And I'd say, what? What's going on? And she said, well, I try to make it down the hallway. I try to go as fast as I can because the cat just lies in wait. He'll be up on the stairs or something. Oh, no. And then just attack her ankles. Not in a playful, like, you know, the yeah. way that, that uh, Ripley does. Where right, she just, right. you know. It was trying to kill her, to take her down and eat her. It was the worst cat. So that cat died. I don't remember why. Another kidney thing or something, whatever. But, uh Good riddance <laughs> to, to bad kitties, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then you know we had a cat for uh, for a few years yeah. here. Jack, Jack. Uh, oh, awesome Jack cat. Awesome. He um, had he had some urinary tract problems. Unfortunately, he had some serious issues, but such a sweet boy for even you know he going through all the stuff that he nice did. Cat, yeah. And then now we got Rip, we got oh, Ripley, Rip. who we beast. think. We think is a, a Balinese yeah, mix, she, like she something a Balinese, which is an offshoot of a Siamese, mm-hmm. but a Balinese. Uh, she definitely has the markings of that. Yeah, but or I think a Tonkinese or Tonkinese. Although she, I think she's too dark for that. Yeah, but but whatever it is, I think the mother was some kind of tabby or mm-hmm. something, and then the dad was either Balinese or Siamese or whatever. She's a little feral, which is fun. Uh, she's <laughs> <laughs> she is an interesting kitty cat. It's weird. It's been a while since. I mean, it's been forever since I've had a kitten. Mm. It's like having a kid, you know. At this point, she's like a teenager. She's very she's willful and bitchy. and Gets mad and hides yes, under the bed and sleeps. Yes, yes exactly. She's just so <laughs> – it's so funny. Um, she's and super I, and I, sweet. Though. Oh, super sweet. And I, the way that, that I get so frustrated with her sometimes makes me just really – thankful that i made the choice not to have kids because uh 100 uh, <laughs> i don't know if i have the patience for that i did have my cat grown up misty uh who was also a black cat much like jack uh beautiful cat she i remember very distinctly it was after my sixth birthday 
uh, which that was the year that my birthday was on Easter, and I got the Rancor monster from my my godfather. Nice. Um, it, it was the only one that gave me a present because we were all together for Easter, and they all wanted to celebrate Easter, and it was my birthday. Yeah. But he he made sure he took me aside. Um, he's actually coming to visit pretty soon. So cool. You'll meet him. He's, Is he going to cool. bring the Rancor? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know what happened to the Rancor monster. Damn. But I was playing with it in the living room, and all of a sudden, I see the cat run up my leg and then run away. And I was like, that's weird. And I looked down and it was literally from the knee down, like six streams of blood just oh coming my off my leg because she ran up and just slid down. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I, and my mom was just freaked out. And I, I was like, and it didn't, I don't think it really hurt, Yeah. but it was a lot of blood. Oh yeah. Yeah. Blood. I did that. <laughs> my, I, I, I mentioned before that my stepdad was a general contractor and uh, before he started that subdivision, he built a custom home next door to the house that we lived in. Oh, nice. And, you know, so we would go over there and inspect the place or whatever, you know, every every few days. And we'd bring the dog. And uh, I would always wander away and explore. Because <laughs> <I'd just> <laughs> that's what you do. Because that's what you do. You explore. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, go course. explore. Of course. You know. Bye. I'll be uh, home for dinner. <laughs> so I found a cat. And I thought, you know what? This cat needs to meet our dog, and they'll be buddies. Oh, so I dream. picked the cat up, and the cat's super like happy and purry, and oh. I walk it over to the dog, and then <laughs> it just starts barking, <laughs> and that cat ripped my ar- same thing. Oh, just <laughs> not, yeah. It was like a cartoon, and it <laughs> it launched off of me, and I was just bloody. My shirt was ripped. It was oh. it was insane. And then the old man's like, "See, cats are assholes." <laughs> oh, I really do miss. I miss that cat growing up though, because she was she was she slept with me every night. Yeah. Like it was technically the family cat, sure. but like she, well, they always pick their favorites. I'm very warm, so she she really liked to sleep with me because I was very warm. Nice. That's yeah. how you've got most of your girlfriends too. Is That's your, true. Your body I'm very warm. warm. Yeah, I'm very cozy. <laughs> Yeah, so do- but dogs are awesome. Eventually, hey, we're going to get a dog. I don't know when that's going to happen, but it, it'll happen soon. Yeah, yeah. Phoebe's pushing uh, pretty hard for dogs. So. Yeah. Well, dogs are fun. Yeah. It's going yeah. to... It's a level of responsibility. I don't know if I'm ready for it. Yeah, no, it's not a cat, man. you got to no, walk it. No. you got to pick gotta its gotta poo take up. you got to take care of it. You, yeah. gotta, you can't leave it alone for Play with it. Yeah, you got to just... It's, it's a lot of work, yeah. but it's worth it. I have... Uh, few dogs that i get to take care of occasionally oh and, yeah they're and awesome it's uh, it's always a pleasure to to spend some dog time but i also have to be honest that after a few days with a dog <laughs> i'm a little <laughs> happy i have a cat just yeah because it's a lot of work it's a lot of work but it's worth it yeah dogs, dogs are, are fantastic one of the things i used to do with the dogs was i'd watch my cartoons would they watch them with you yeah oh that's awesome well i was be up i'd be yeah you would, and up. they would be yeah they would come down. But, uh, man, doing the Scooby-Doo show really reminded me of how much I just loved Same. Saturday morning cartoons. And just cartoons in general. But definitely Saturday mornings, one of the things that I, I'm i truly heartbroken about for today's youth is they don't have that ritual. No, no. They don't have no. that whole thing, getting up at 6 or 5.30 or whatever, and, uh, and yeah. suffering through the farm report or the weather or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> until the cartoon started, and then you know you watch them until golf or or I couldn't I didn't want to watch American Bandstand or no, no. or Soul Train or whatever I was just too young to enjoy those shows. So when those things popped on, that's when I was out. Yeah, go get yeah. my Star Wars guys or you know whatever. <laughs> but man, that was the time that you had for yourself as yeah. a kid. Yeah, 
right? 100%. Yeah, yeah that was your, it was, was kind of dark still. Everybody was asleep mostly. Now, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> so I didn't like, uh, most people I know, most kids had a few bowls of their favorite cereal. Yeah. But I yeah. would make either two dry bologna sandwiches, <laughs> just bread, piece of bologna, or a mustard sandwich. Which is just, just mustard, mustard on, on bread. bread. <laughs> Never really occurred to me to combine the two in some sort of way um, as a weird little kid. But I just, I liked bread and I liked bologna. So I'd make these two sandwiches and I'd, you know, scooch on up to the TV, click her on, and then just bask in the awesomeness that was the 70s cartoons. Yeah, I think when, the, the, back then the blocks would last what four, five, four or five hours. Oh like, yeah, I mean it'd yeah, go to you like were yeah. eleven o'clock, like or six to eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and some years you'd get more, and some years you'd get yeah. less. It whittled uh, down as time went. Unfortunately, sure. it got shorter and shorter. The I think the eighties popped it up a bit because they <laughs> they were selling a lot more yeah. stuff. I yeah. mean, you know, you had your action figure cartoons that yeah, were there to sell yeah. action figures. Or, Literally just to sell products. Yeah. Your doll, you know, your uh, strawberry shortcake to yeah. sell the strawberry My shortcakes. My Little Pony and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. The Smurfs. Yeah. But, uh, whatever, but whatever would sell the toys. Exactly. But in the 70s, they didn't refigure that out yet. So <laughs> <laughs> they were just trying to be entertainment. Oh, but they were so weird. Here's how it started, man. You had your fall preview. That was the yeah, beginning. Yeah. That was the night. That was the Oscars for yeah, kids. The, yeah. the Super Bowl, baby. The World Series, the final game of the World Series, yeah. was that cartoon preview, the primetime preview, yeah, Ma. Yeah. And that, I love that because you get a little taste, you know, a little, uh, <laughs> little they, snoot snoot. They give a little yeah. bit to you free. Just a little taste and then for you, free. You have, to, you have to buy the Of rest. what's coming up the next day. And I could not sleep the night. You know, after watching this, I'd be like, oh, my God, they're doing a live-action Shazam show. And, oh, my God, what's a wacky racer? And, oh, man, the land of the lost Lost dinosaurs and Marshall, Will, and Holly are going to go down a waterfall and end up in the, (laughs) how is it, Slee Stack? Oh, it was exhausting, but it was so exciting. A lot of times they'd find something that worked and they would just beat it to the ground (sighs) in every kind of iteration. But the iterations were all so fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the Jabberjaw. Yeah, you know, which yeah. is a Scooby Doo ripoff. Jabberjaw was amazing. You're watching Curly Howard run around in the future as a shark. Multiple ripoffs since it yes. ripped off Three Stooges too. They had yeah. it, and it was a. There were so many things that I totally forgot about. There was the in like '72 and '73, they had the ABC Saturday Superstar movie. Oh yeah, which was like the the it, it was the Saturday morning version of the ABC movie of the week. Because that was when you would see your movies, right? Right, Sundays would be the, or Saturdays would be the ABC movie of the week. Yeah, yeah. And then it would be Towering Inferno or Jaws or whatever, you know, because that, and that would be really the only way that you could see a movie outside of the theater. Right, right. You had to wait for it to premiere on network TV because this is pre-HBO and all that stuff. At least people didn't really have it. VHS and stuff. It wasn't common. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. So, the ABC movie of the week was a big, big deal. Sure. So <laughs> ABC did their Saturday superstar movie, and they did all these. And there was like an hour-long movie, but they were so weird. One of them, they would have like, they would take properties that they already have and kind of make them into these weird right. uh, amalgams. They had the Brady kids on Mysterious Island. <laughs> 
And it was a, like, and they would turn these into pilots sometimes too. It was an animated series. Brady kids enter a balloon race. Sure, as why not? they want to do. But they end up accidentally going to a mysterious island. Meet a bunch of weird people there. A talking minor bird named Marlin with magical powers. And uh, I imagine a twin and twin giant panda brothers named Ping and Pong. I remember this too, by the way. And they, you know, they're having fun, but they got to find a way home. So this was a backdoor pilot for the Brady kids on Mysterious Island. Yeah, so weird. It you, was, this is animated. This is animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Yogi's Ark Lark. Yeah, I don't. They stuck Yogi in everything. Yeah, it well, was Yogi weird. was super popular. Sure, Yogi was sure. a, a primetime guy too, just yeah. like the Jetsons and mm. and uh, the Flintstones. He was, hey, boo-boo. Again, tons of Hanna-Barbera characters led by our buddy Yogi Bear. Oh, Yogi Bear. And a park custodian named Noah Smith. Noah. Arkler. I don't get that. I don't get it. Noah. Zark. No, his name's not Noah Zark. But his name is, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome. But they travel around the world, sometimes even to outer space. Um, because why not? In a flying version of Noah's Ark in search of the perfect place. A land free of pollution. Literally, and... literally cartoons. Nothing matters. <laughs> Nothing matters. It doesn't matter. And away from the way that mankind has ruined the planet. So, you know, and this is, again, they turned it into a series. I don't remember. I, you know, it makes me wonder because there there's some other really bizarre adaptations or, or cartoons that, that I that I, I never saw, but mm-hmm. I looked up because I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like uh, Gilligan's Planet. Yeah, yeah. Where the – it was literally – Kind of a weird other timeline offshoot mm-hmm. of Gilligan's Island where they built a rocket and went into space, yeah. but then landed on another planet and got yeah. stuck. He also did a- another sci-fi show, the a live one, a live action one. Oh yeah, with the with the actor that played Gilligan, Bob, Bob Denver. Bob Denver, yeah. Uh, where he, <laughs> like another custodian, accidentally launched. It's called Space Nuts, I think. Oh yes, yeah. and he yes. and a and a uh, and a skipper look alike. <laughs> uh, they hit the launch button on the rocket, yeah, thinking it yeah. was the lunch button because they were oh, hungry. Yeah, of course. And these space nuts go into outer space and have adventures. You know, the, I, know I I I know I've seen the pilot of this. I remember looking it up a couple years ago because I was like, this is super weird, but. Well, I don't think it lasted very long. No, no, but it was it was fascinating. The thing is, that's crazy is there was always a mixture of live action and animation. You know, you'd get mm-hmm. your Land of the Lost, or you would get your Shazam, or yeah. your Zygmunt and the Sea Monsters, like your Sid and Marty Croft stuff, which was great. Yeah, great. Yeah. So so uh, creative and so bizarre. Zygmunt and the Sea Monster, H.R. Puff and stuff. <laughs> there was just... There was they, a lot. Yeah. They did a lot of shows. But another one of the movies, Popeye meets the man who hated laughter. What a, what a bizarre title. And this is another one. They would take all the comic strip characters, Popeye, Blondie, High and Lois, Snuffy Smith, Beetle Bailey, Jigs and Maggie, Steve Cannon, The Phantom, Flash Gordon, Mandrake the Magician, The Little King, and the Cats and Jammer Kids, and they would all go up against some common enemy. Apparently this time it was the man... Who hated laughter? (laughs) But it was away from them. You got all of these different characters, you know. Use these properties. Yeah. And And they had Oliver in there off the Dodger, parts one and two. Uh, Robert Hoodnick, uh, Robin Hoodnick, uh, which, you know, I don't know, guess Robin Hood. Lassie in the Spirit of Thunder Mountain. Gidget makes the wrong connection. The banana splits. 
That's who I was thinking of. The Banana Splits was the Sid and Marty Croft. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. They did an animated the Banana was Splits it, and Hocus Pocus. Was Park. it a bunch of bananas? That no, were... they were like these bears, these colorful bears that were in a <laughs> band with sunglasses. The Banana Splits is about bears. Yes, there were a band of bears. Uh, a band of bears. <laughs> so what was your? What were some of your favorite cartoons then? Oh, man. Um, I loved Land of the Lost because I yeah. love dinosaurs. That was live um, action though, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, 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 yeah. I adored the uh, Super Friends because hmm. that was like an hour yeah, of super awesome. Of yeah, yeah. yeah, because you had the Super Friends and the Hall of Justice and you had the right. bad guys, the Le- Le- Legion of Doom or something, I think. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure there was a group of villains <laughs> called the Legion of Doom. But they had this cool like uh, lair that looked like a skull kind of that came out of a swamp. It was oh, their yeah. version of the yeah. Hall of Justice. And uh, loved Scooby-Doo Mysteries. Loved the Scooby-Doo movies with the... the all the live action. All or the live, celebrity the guest celebrities, yeah. I was... I I didn't... I mean, I, growing up more in the 80s, I, I, I liked, like, G.I. Joe. And, sure. And I, I was definitely more towards the stuff that... The toys yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. But it got to the point where it was ridiculous. Like, uh, like there was a TV show called Mask. I've yes, never heard of this. Uh-huh. Uh, the, it's an acronym. Yes, I so remember the toys. That means too. it was amazingly good. <laughs> uh, mobile Armored Strike Command with a K, Ugh. because you know it was a fr- it was actually French, which was super weird. Then but, it should uh, have been M A S Q U E. I don't know if they could come up with an acronym for that or the proper acronym, but uh, but I, I remember very distinctly going from fifth into sixth grade, and I uh, there was a kid that we hung out all summer and we played with these toys. And, yeah. And we got into sixth grade, and I remember, I remember, like, it was, like, two weeks into sixth grade. Yeah. And I found a, a toy we had been looking for, a mask toy we yeah. had been looking for. And I went up to, sc- like, during recess or whatever, I went and I told him, and he looked at me like I was chopped liver. Like, why are you talking to me about this? Because suddenly, in sixth grade, it was no longer cool to play with the toys. Yeah, that was and the I was worst. so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. Well, <laughs> a very similar thing happened to me in sixth grade. I had my first one of my first girlfriends, Ooh. and uh, we were on a school trip, and I believe it was to SeaWorld. And my buddy, I forget, I think it was Ben. He and I and my girlfriend Amy, <laughs> I think was her name. Uh, we were all hanging out, and. I went into my pocket because I was going to buy, you know, her and I a, a drink or something because <laughs> I was a smoothie. And a little Star Wars uh, figure gun fell out of my pocket. Oh, no. A little blaster. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, uh, it's not mine. It's, you know, somebody bubbity. And then my friend, I remember this, he, he grabbed my arm very seriously. And he looked at her and he said, it is his. <laughs> what do you think about that? Like, he was basically like, hey, lady. This is who you're dating, and you better like him, or, or you're just you're worthless. It was a very you know he was sticking up for yeah, me in some yeah. sort of way, and she's like I don't care, but I remember saying the same thing, getting embarrassed, and, and it that was the worst, worst time, I remember, was the time where you had to give up your toys, man. yeah, the time yeah. Where, like because I don't know about you, but for me, my Star Wars guys and all that were just like the greatest solo time yeah. of yeah. you know Legos that kind of thing as a loner toys are the best yeah yeah you don't have those toys man you got to deal with people it's just <laughs> it's a nightmare 
I, I read a lot. That was yeah. that was how I because I I would play. It was so funny. I would play like GI Joe's my brothers uh, my brother. I just had one, yeah. and then uh, inevitably after like twenty minutes, I would do something super dramatic and like with the toys, and he would just look at me and be like, "This is dumb," and then leave. <laughs> and I was like, "All right," but I like tried to tell us. I was like yeah, trying yeah. to do a story, oh, yeah. and like you know, yeah. and he just had none of. He wanted to. Oh yeah, that. I would take over the whole living room. We had like a pool table, and we had you know all this stuff. And I would, you know, I'd put blankets over the pool table and make it like this underwater base. And then over, you know, by the stereo, I would use like the the treble and whatever. The old man hated it because all of his (laughs) settings would be (laughs) screwed up because I would use them as elevators, you know, for the figures to get up (laughs) on the bases and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was Saturday. You would start out, get my bologna sandies, Mm. sit in front of the TV Watch these amazing cartoons, and then once the crap came on, grab the Star Wars guys and take yeah. over the living room. Or if I was forced to go outside, go dig some bases for them out, you know, <laughs> right, by a tree right, or something. Right. But more complex, the conceit was: I think I love the cartoon more. Like, oh yeah, Hong Kong Fui, yeah, one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, a dog who has a cat, strangely enough, and the <laughs> dog is is. Uh, uh, voiced by one of my absolute favorite actors, Scatman Crothers, oh, so who you good. might remember from The Shining. Uh, man, he played a dog who was a janitor in a police station who jumped into a file cabinet to change into Hong Kong Fui, who was a superhero who used his karate. He had a car that turned into a helicopter and a plane and all this stuff. It was just so high concept. All this stuff was so bizarre. It's like, you know, you had... Uh, Speed buggy. You know, he's just like so solving weird. crimes with a talking buggy. Although that was the buggy was voiced by Mel Blank. Mel Blank, the greatest. Wow. The buggy was voiced by Mel Blank. Yeah, how's that beer? About two sips in, and I'm woo. Uh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, he would pop in, you know, occasionally yeah. in the cartoons. Yeah. Oh, oh, and my absolute favorite was the you know the yeah. Bugs Bunny Roadrunner yeah. show. It was yeah. like an hour and a half of of Looney Tunes cartoons. <laughs> Uh, so that was the most, I just, oh man, Looney Tunes, 100% my favorite, <laughs> uh, growing up. I, I, so I did a little bit of, usually I don't, but I did a little bit of research for this, uh, episode because, uh, I love Saturday morning cartoons mm-hmm. and the weirder they are, the more I love them. <laughs> I, I bet you I'm going to remember all of these. All right. You ready for yeah, this? I am. These are just some, a, a small, uh, sampling okay. of some weird, weird cartoons. Are these from the seventies or the eighties? Both. Okay. Uh, the there was the Dukes, which was about the Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, I remember that. Nineteen eighty three. Uh, it had the original cast in the first season. They did all the voices, and then in the second season, it got renewed. None of the cast came back, so they literally had new characters come in and never explained what happened to the Duke boys. <laughs> yeah, they would just do that. And yeah, it was like okay, whatever. Well, yeah, I mean they did that with the two Darrens. They just sometimes they just did stuff. It wasn't like today where they're like, oh, the fans were so worried yeah, about yeah. the fans. It was just, yeah. They were like, screw the fans. We're just selling TV dinners. Yeah, they don't care. They won't pay attention. Anybody, They'll do whatever we want them to do. <laughs> anybody can play this. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's actually it's very similar to the cartoon Godzilla from 1978. Oh man, Godzilla was everywhere on Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, yeah. They had like 80 different Godzilla cartoons. Yeah, yeah, they kept... always pair him with somebody too. Yeah, it was we, he. It was the like the Godzilla Power Hour, oh, which yeah. uh, he was with Janna of the Jungle. Janna, and wasn't there Godzuki, his little nephew? Yeah, that was. Okay, so the whole concept of Godzilla is that Hanna Barbera was approached and said, "We want to do a Godzilla cartoon." 
And NBC, the their standards and practices said, you can totally do a, a Godzilla cartoon, nice. but he can't breathe fire and he can't crush people. <laughs> well, I get the crush people. And, and you know, or destroy things, yeah. like be, be destructive. But and like the Hercule- Herculoids, I, they shot stuff. Yeah. But that and was, I think fire came out of the dragon. Zock. But that was before. That was before. Yeah. I mean, but it was it's so literally Joseph Barbera was like, I don't know. What are we going to do with this? So they came up with Godzuki. Yeah. Who was Godzilla's like nephew or nephew, something? Nephew who was like very not brave. He was very cowardly yeah. and he was No, very... he was like gleep and glorp and bleep and bloop. Yeah. Every show had to have some a Scooby Doo. Every show had to have some have to have some sort of cowardly creature yeah. that was the comic relief. Yeah. You know, yeah. He was yeah. a speed buggy, he was, was Jabberjaw, it was Yeah, and he was his he he traveled around with a boat, uh the Calico, uh that uh, and his best friend Pete was oh, on Pete, it. Oh Pete, yeah. And and they would hang out eventually and eventually became Pete Strike. No. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, eventually what would happen in each episode is that they would fight one of Godzilla's like, you know, enemy monsters. Sure. And of course they would have to get actual Godzilla in to fight it. And mm-hmm. then so he would roar and they would come in and, and Godzilla fight. The thing they never explained is why Godzuki was hanging out with the boat and all the people on the boat? Like, literally never once explained no, it. No, no, no. The show it just was, started and went. It, it didn't really hurt the show, not knowing <laughs> why. He was just kind of there. But but the funny thing about uh, Godzilla not being able to breathe fire, Godzuki, like, would, smoke would come out. Yeah, he would he try. He yeah. would try to make fire, but he couldn't. But then Godzilla couldn't make fire... Right, it so it was it was sense. ridiculous. The whole cartoons, but it but after the Godzilla Power Hour, which ran for a, a season, they did the Godzilla Super ninety, which was in, they added Johnny Quest. Johnny, mother effing Quest is my jam. <laughs> I own the first season on DVD. Yeah, I love that show. That show was that started in the sixties, didn't it? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like sixty eight, I think. It. They, you know, they would kill people in that show. Yeah, like people would it die. Was violent, yeah. But it was so cool, man. Johnny Quest's dad was like this doctor, mm-hmm. you know, like an archaeologist or something, or a doctor, or a professor. Some kind of scientist or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his lover slash manservant, Race Bannon, <laughs> who, who took care of Johnny. And Raj, was it Raj? Taj? Raj? Yeah. yeah it's a little problematic. <laughs> but uh, his best friend, who was an Indian boy. And and bandit, their little their little pug. Oh yeah. Uh, oh man, they had the greatest adventures, and it was like a James Bond movie all the time yeah. because oh, yeah. they were all super villains that had like spiders that were electronic, and, <laughs> and they all had lairs and 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 uh, henchmen and stuff, of and course. it was always like. Johnny would get kidnapped, and then Race would have. They'd have to figure out a way to get him back. That Speed Racer. There are all these really great. Yeah. Just bizarre cartoons that were so C-Lab much fun. 2020. Oh, C-Lab, or Space Ghost, like yeah. I think it would have been amazing to be making cartoons in, oh, the, yeah. in the late 60s, yeah. early 70s. Because the, the, of the freedom that you had to be so weird. And they were also right. adding, that's when the the more you know, right, you know, right. came about. And the, <laughs> a hanker for a hunk of, a slabber slicer chunk of, a hanker for a hunk of cheese. They would have these little health things that yeah, would be like, yeah. have a snack of cheese. It's yeah. healthy and good for it's you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it won't spoil your dinner. They realized that they had to kind of do something positive. It was kind of the the uh, Sesame Street effect, mm-hmm. which Sesame Street kind of rippled out into the Saturday morning cartoons and the children's 
layer to give us a little, you know, they, they snuck some vegetables in <laughs> with, with our with our candy. A little educational. Yeah. yeah. So we get a little bit of education in between the, our Looney Tunes and our, our... That's interesting because in the 80s, they just threw all that out the window. <laughs> no, the 80s was very heavy-handed. So the 80s would be, at the end of G.I. Joe, it would be like, you know, some kids... Would be pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> These kids would Sorry. be like, you know, doing graffito, yeah, tagging, yeah. and and uh, snake eyes would come up and 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 be like doink doink doink, and they'd turn around and be like snake eyes, and then uh, Duke would come up and be like, you guys shouldn't be graffito tagging because yeah. that's bad for the environment and it's bad for the city, and they're like, oh man, you're right. Yeah. We're so bad. We feel so badly about this. Let's clean it up. And then it'd be like, the more you ding, know. Ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah. And no, no, now you know. And no one is half, half the, the battle. battle. No G.I. Joe. Or Mr. T would come in and be like, don't do drugs, fool. <laughs> I've been to the fool who do drugs. It wasn't as sly or it clever as it was in the 70s. All. You didn't have yeah. a weird glob singing about cheese. Well, the 80s you, was not know. a subtle time. <laughs> oh, man. The 80s just beat you over the head with everything. So, so between 1978 and 1981, Godzilla had so many incarnations. Uh, the, the Godzilla Globetrotters Adventure Hour. Yeah, but it was all the same. The, but this is the funny thing. Yeah. Is that, so for three years it ran yeah. with different incarnations. Yes. There was only 26 exactly. episodes Exactly, they this. just bounced them around. And it literally re-ran. It was a way to get every people, week. Yeah. yeah. Godzilla was very popular. It was a way to, to kind of slip in backdoor pilots. I think Hong Kong Fui started with Godzilla. Yeah. If I'm, right? Didn't he start with a Godzilla? I think he, yeah. Oh, he, they definitely had a Hong Kong Fui Godzilla hour. But it's just, it's like, why? Why the Globetrotters and Godzilla, man? It the Globetrotters, matter. baby. They were so popular back then. People don't realize. Crazy. They were in everything. They they were on Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. They did a whole movie about them going to Gilligan's Island. They they did. They were on Scooby-Doo. They were well. on Scooby. Yeah. They were on every cartoon. Yeah. Metal Ark Lemon was this huge star. Everybody, I wanted to be Metal Ark Lemon. Okay, here's a weird story. <laughs> a kid in my grade school he was this weird kid. Uh, he had his eyes. I don't know what it was, but they would jiggle. Oh, like yeah. They would jiggle. And I was like going on a field trip with him, and I'm sitting close to him. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And we're talking. I'm like, uh, well, is your dad going to blah, blah, blah? And he's like, well, my dad's in prison. <laughs> I was like, well, what, really? Like, Why? He's like, he stabbed Metal Ark Lemon. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't know if this is actually true. I don't know if Metal Ark Lemon got stabbed, but I was like horrified and impressed at the same time. I was like, damn. I, I hope that he didn't and that the kid just made that story up <laughs> well, that's because what they it's told so him awesome to have stabbed exactly. Metal Ark Lemon. It wasn't just that he was in there for robbing a 7-Eleven. It was, how about yeah. My dad's so badass. But that's how cool they were. People were lying about stabbing him. This they is, were everywhere. Yeah. But this was the difference is that they wouldn't do very in the seventies. They didn't. They would do shorter runs, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason. But I, I, cost, I think, I think cost. But I think in the eighties they discovered they could get really cheap labor yeah. in Asia, and so most of the TV shows had like episodes that were like sixty five episodes. Oh yeah. Long well, if season. you look at it too, they they cut out the number of frames. It's not as yeah. fluid. You yeah. know, back Johnny Quest is a movie. That yeah. stuff looks yeah. great. It's yeah. fluid. Looney Tunes is yeah. It's, you know yeah. thirty very frames. well animated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no. It, but <laughs> when they started pushing, ah, look, these are basically 30-minute car- commercials for, yeah, for yeah, yeah, toys. It doesn't matter. Cut out some frames. We, we need to just beat them over the head with this so they buy the action play set. There was a really great renaissance at the end of the 80s. 
that kind sure. of took us back to some great, great cartoons. Now, I remember, because I, I would get up and watch cartoons in a different way in college. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did have cereal. It was a little... I guess Stop eating the bologna wake sandwiches? And bacon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I probably it did It seems stuff. like you would do the bologna sandwiches more when you're waking and bacon. Maybe. But, uh, <laughs> but we would get up, and they had... Uh, the Ed Grimley show. Yeah. Which was just so awesome. It was so bizarre. Yeah. And yeah. it was voiced by Martin Short. And he did all these different characters. And he did like parodies of Wizard of Oz and yeah. all sorts yeah. of weird stuff. And and using all of his great characters. And it was just brilliant. If you're if you're any tiny bit of a fan of Martin Short. Martin Short, watch this show because yeah. it is yeah. brilliant. It is and then phenomenal. They, oh my God. Uh the tick. The Tick was great. The Tick, yeah. you know, was based on a comic book, mm-hmm. and they brought that, and it was hilarious. And they just tried some new, weird it was, stuff. It was, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, the same thing kind of happened in the late 90s, too, with the, the uh, renaissance of, of, like, with uh, Johnny Bravo and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. But it was, but I really think the late 80s, it was a, a an answer to, like, all of these, like, toy-based yes. shows, yes. you know? It's like, no, let's do something that's actually entertaining, not just trying to get kids to spend money. So the whole deal in the 80s with uh, uh, some of the other shows, uh, they, they, they all they want to do is sell toys. I just cannot stress that enough. There was a Rambo cartoon. Yes. A, a, literally a cartoon for children yes. based off of an extremely violent yeah. movie about a wounded PTSD Vietnam veteran yes. who goes crazy and kills. Not well, goes crazy, it wasn't but. based on the first movie because Rambo didn't. The first movie is no. amazing. Yes, 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 yes. The, the second and third movie and thus it, forward, it, it becomes a it, cartoon. It took the, yeah, it took the worst parts and amplified them. It was that Reagan patriotism yeah. that, that caused us to have the Rambo cartoon. That's why the show was called Rambo, The Force of Freedom. Yes. Uh, <laughs> From 1986. Yes. He fought Savage, which is another An acronym. Acronym. Yeah. <laughs> acronym. It was short for Specialist Administrators of Vengeance, Anarchy, and Global Extortion. That's a lot. And guess what? They, the toy sold real well. Of course they did. They should have... Man, Savage really needed to do a second pass on their name. <laughs> I just like that they called them specialist administrators. That's yes. so nerdy. Yeah. Well, it's well. How do we make Savage work? I think they reverse engineered that one. Probably. No. Came up with the Savage first. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably, and then they lumped it in with Rambo. Said, "Oh, he can fight these guys." But I always, I loved like the crossover stuff. Yeah, I love the parody stuff. I really like the the, re, the repackaged Looney Tunes stuff. There would be like, oh, it's a Looney Tunes movie about bloopity bloop, you know, or they'd be like, oh, it's the Looney Tunes Ghostbusters movie, you right, know, Duckbusters right. or whatever they called it, <laughs> Quackbusters, I think. Right. And it was maybe five minutes of crappy new footage with Mel Blanc's obviously old voice, <laughs> you know, and then they would use a bunch of the old stuff to kind of, you yeah, know, fill yeah. it out, fill out the whole thing. Right. Be like, oh, we're gonna go do this, and then, but it would be like the old Bugs Bunny cartoon with the, yeah. that. Orange monster, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was such interesting people. But uh, (laughs) that kind of stuff was fun because it wasn't, you know, they weren't trying to sell Porky Pig toys. No, no, no. I mean, no, it was entertainment. It was, Mm -hmm. it was, there was value in the actual entertainment. Yes. It wasn't just a commercial. It wasn't, you know, and it's not, I mean, I grew up on the commercialized stuff and like that. And and it makes me a little sad because I I wish I had seen things like the Partridge Family 2280. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. which but was even, literally yeah. just the Jetsons, but the yeah. Partridge Family, but sure. the Jetsons, but the Partridge Family. I mean, it was all weird, high concept ripoffs and stuff. But and even then, you know, 
the old man, if he would catch five seconds of whatever I was watching, yeah. he'd be like, that's rotting your brain. <laughs> I didn't care. Rot away, baby. Yeah. They were really cool about just letting you have that time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just that's your time, that, baby. That morning time, man. This is why I, I always get up early. It, it doesn't even matter. I try not to, but I get up early because everything's quiet. I, I have, I've had jobs where I will go in at 6 a.m. because I know nobody else will be there. Yeah. And it's quiet and I yeah. can just have my time. And I, and I think that really came from the fact that I was always the one up. Waiting at five forty-eight for the pork futures to go. Yes. As soon as that happened, I knew there was going to be cartoons coming. Torture out. when you woke up too early. And the yeah. best, the best, the best was having a sleepover with your buddy or yeah. your buddies, yeah. and then you all wake up on Saturday and you just watch the cartoons, and it's just a sugar party where you just go nuts. <laughs> you know, it's just it was so much fun, and and yeah, kids can curate their own stuff or whatever. I guess you know you can. I've always wanted to do uh, like an adult Saturday morning party where you curate, you know, five or six hours of cartoons, yeah, you, you, a bunch of stuff from the seventies or whatever. That kind of recreate that, and you know, have food and booze or whatever because it's an yeah, adult yeah. party. Sure, but, of course. Uh, but I just think it would be so much fun to kind of recreate that that feeling. And I, 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 yeah. I, I'm really surprised, and maybe I, I just haven't seen it. That one of these streaming services doesn't have like a playlist thing where it's like Saturday morning, Saturday morning cartoons. cartoons. Yeah. You know, that seems like a no brainer, especially Disney. I was never a big Disney fan, though. Nah, a little I mean, too saccharine for me. I was a Looney Tunes guy. I like my stuff to blow up. You, you liked a little more edge. Yes. I wanted to see somebody's beak get blown off, spin around their face. And then he has to go into the woods <laughs> and grab it and put it back on. <laughs> you are despicable. There was edge, there was weirdness, there was. H.R. Puffin stuff, man. Okay. Jimmy falls into a hat, a big magician's hat. So there's this magician's hat. Mm -hmm. This is something that this is something that I've always loved, and I still to this day love. I love oversized normal things. Like <laughs> I love a giant a, a hat that grows into a giant hat that you could jump into and be in a different world. Giant like, chair or giant. That, if I was a really rich guy, I would like have a backyard that was filled with giant telephones and, <laughs> and you know, just have this have thing. I just love that kind of thing. And, and it was fascinating to me that Jimmy jumped into this hat, fell into this world, found this magic talking flute, oh. met yeah. a sheriff with a hamburger head or whatever, named <laughs> H.R. Puff and stuff, asked to go fight Witchy Poo. Well, I mean, yeah, it was poo. so... Yeah. And there was all these weird little creatures along the way. It was always like, hey, we're going to go do ba doo doo And then, Jimmy, you got to blow me, Jimmy. To well, that sounds weird. But, Jimmy, you got to play me to do to do to do And he was always trying to go home. But I was like, why do you want to go home, Jimmy? Your home is so boring. This is so great. Live in the HR Puff and Stuff world. Sid and Marty Croft, man. Uh, do you remember Sigmund and the Sea Monster? No. No, this is all just slightly. And Johnny and Scott. Are there friends. were there, when I was growing up. There was early on in the eighties. There were still reruns of it, but it's but it was very rare. And I was very young, so I, I don't remember. Zygmunt was like this. It was a live action. Sid and Marty yeah, Croft yeah, show. Yeah. Part of I think the Sid and Marty Croft Power Hour or whatever because mm -hmm. they had a ton of, you know, they had the banana splits and they had yeah yeah uh, you know all these different shows that they would just kind of rotate around, yeah. you know, same yeah. thing as the other stuff. But Sigmund and the Sea Monster, Sigmund was like this blob covered in seaweed, and he 
met Johnny and Scott, <laughs> who are his friends, and they become really good friends. But he's got these sea monster brothers that are jerks and are always trying to get him or something. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. So weird, man. But so much fun. And I just, uh, I love the superhero stuff. Did you ever watch uh, the, the live action Shazam? They, they drove no, around in a no. Winnebago. <laughs> like one of really? those cool Winnebagos yeah. from the 70s. Just this kid who would turn into Shazam with this old man. I don't understand. It was weird. It was like an old man and Shazam and maybe a dog. There's always a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just, they were. The 70s was all about the wandering hero, man. Yeah, yeah. You would get in a Winnebago, go from town to town, solve crimes, help somebody, and then you keep. The Hulk. Yeah. Hitching, thumbing his way from town to town, helping people out. Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Yeah. Walking Kane, Kane from company. town to yeah, town, helping wandering. people out. Just the wandering hero that just That's stops. true. It is a very... A-team. It's almost like it's an America trying to find itself. Yeah, but they, <laughs> we've lost those shows that are all about helping people. I you think know? it's maybe time we probably have those, some of those shows again. The, that Stuntman show? Uh, what was that show with Lee Majors and uh, um, Heather Locklear? And he was this, this, the fall guy. Fall guy. The fall guy. Yes. Stunt guy. people. Yeah. Going from town to town, town, to town solving doing, crimes, doing stunts. stunt man, doing stunts. <laughs> it's just BJ and the bear. Yeah. BJ and the bear, a trucker and his best friend who's a monkey going from town to town. <laughs> you guessed it. Solving crimes. Solving crimes. But that was the cartoons. That was the shows. I mean, everything was all about just like these. This is why I'm so messed up, man. <laughs> because all of, my, all of my heroes growing up, like BJ or... Rockford or yeah. Magnum, all these anti-heroes, not anti-heroes, but all these flawed heroes yeah. who put justice above everything else. They didn't care about yes. money. Yes. Magnum never got paid. Rockford always was living in his trailer, never hit that money. You know, they just kind of, they were really good at what they did, but they just couldn't. Magnum was living in a guy's house, man. <laughs> and, you know, it was just like all these guys that didn't care about money, didn't really care about success, just wanted to do the right thing, yeah, help people yeah. out. And it's it just, there's a lot of people in my generation that are just kind of like, we didn't know how to be adults because all of our heroes were just <laughs> so messed up. Han Solo, you know, there's yeah, a guy, yeah. you know, a rogue. All of our all of our heroes were, were, were yeah. rogues Very and scoundrels yeah. and, 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 and uh, malcontents or, or just guys that just couldn't get it together or whatever, but were really, where it counted, that's where they got it done, baby. <laughs> they had the medal. And they had the guts. <laughs> All right. All right. We've gone way far off topic now, and we're out of time. Hey, it's so, for the stepdads, baby. Yeah, yeah. What you get is what you get. Yeah. Well, you need the wandering dude walking around. But it's all... All of the stuff that we talked about is all part of our childhood. The 70s and the early 80s was just a, a really magical time for entertainment. A lot of people dismiss it as crap and, and you know, there's yeah. just, oh, it's devoid of whatever. But if you really look at this stuff... We had some gems, man. Some serious gems. Yeah, there was some great stuff. I mean, go, go check it out. I've been I've been rewatching a bunch of cartoons Same. because I gotta see Jabberjaw. <laughs> Jabberjaw. Jabber, 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 jaw. We'll be back next week. We're starting a whole new month, which means a whole new thing. We're going to go back September. to school in September. Back to school in September. A little, maybe Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, yep. Welcome back, Cotter. Some Breakfast Club. And again, something for the stepdad. Thanks for listening. Anyway, but uh, all this. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so. 
We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming, The Six Million Dollar Man, already in progress.